0: We are in season two through the eyes of women motherhood, and this has just been absolutely phenomenal for me to just hear all of these women's all of these women talk about motherhood. It's just been amazing. And today we have my aunt <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, Simika, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, so I am. Um, I work full time. Um, I'm married. I've been married for 17 years. Um, I'm a mother of four, um, uh, teenagers, elementary, um, and just love to cook, love helping others, um, love giving back.
0: Alrighty. So first question, what is motherhood?
1: Um uh, motherhood to me is um being chosen to oversee um a, a a child to to govern that child, to teach that child. Um motherhood is challenging, it can be challenging. Um but to me, motherhood is when you're, when you have to really care for a weak or a smaller vessel, mm. um, to really put your, your all into that, to step aside and put someone else's needs before your very own,
0: mm.
1: being selfless. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: Is motherhood challenging and why?
1: Um, I would say yes. Um. Not even going to lie, motherhood is very challenging <laughs> um, yeah. because w- from the beginning, um, you know, as far as when you first give birth to a child, mm-hmm. it's challenging because it's scary. You don't know um, the yeah. biggest thing as a mother and as a parent, you don't want to fail. Mm. You don't want to fail. Um as your little bundle of joy goes throughout mm-hmm. life, there's different stages in life. Yeah. So you have the toddler stage, then you have elementary and junior high. And the challenging part becomes when your young baby, your your, your bundle of joy be- mm-hmm. gets in high school and they're best to become an adult. and they change before your very eyes and now you this is still your child this is still your baby but now you have to treat them as a young adult you Mm -hmm. have to prepare them for life in the back of your mind you question did I teach you everything Mm -hmm. did did you learn everything that I taught you you know you start to think god forbid if I was to be taken from this earth have I instilled everything in you that you can make it on your own without me Mm And that's challenging. Why that's challenging is because sometimes your your children or your child may uh, not appreciate that. You know, it yeah. may seem at times that they, they have not learned anything <laughs> that you yeah. have taught them. Um, they don't understand. You know, it, it, it's challenging at times because you want to give up. You say, you know, yeah. is it even worth the fight um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, of trying to instill these things in you and and it doesn't seem like it's paying off you know not only that you have such a big standard i feel like mothers do yeah. because society looks at you so harshly yeah. you know if your child dresses a certain way if they speak a certain way if they yep. do you know yeah. s- something that's out of the norm the first thing that they're going to say is oh no i know you're a Mm-hmm. You know, and, yep. and it all falls back on you, so it's like from the day that that child is born, whether it's whether it's male or or female you you have this standard that you have to look up to because it's like you can't feel because I can't feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: is your mother in your life, and how has that affected your motherhood?
1: Um, early on. I have a long a long journey a long road to where I am now i'm 37 yeah. now uh it got uh, you know time would even permit um me to tell tell you all but my mother um was not was not in my life let's say she wasn't in my life like she should have been hmm. um growing up and it, it really affected me in so many different ways um but I pushed and challenged myself to be the best version of myself for my children um so she was not you know as you get older, I'm telling you by life experience You start to understand you start to view things differently So Mm -hmm. I would say she gave me the best version of herself As she knew how and how she seemed fit as a mother Because one thing about it is if your mother's not taught how to be a mother How can she really be a mother to you if she doesn't even know what that looks like Mm -hmm. You know what I mean she doesn't even know what that looks like So a lot of times you know she may fail or she may not never say she loves you But in the back of your mind you're like this woman has to love me But what is a form of love? We think that, oh, this just because I have a roof on my head and she clothes me and she feeds me, you know, things like that. So there's a lot of different things within my childhood that I experienced. Um, And so my mother was in my life, I believe, until I was up to about 12 or 13. Yeah. Maybe like 11 or 12. And my grandmother came and because after... My mom, she had five, many different things, many different demons, you know, yeah. I would per se, you know, when she was younger, she would leave us strangers places and just run the streets and things like that. And oh, my wow. grandmother got wind of it and she came and I never forget, you know, I'll never forget until the day I die. I had to, we had to choose whether we were going to stay with my mother or whether we were going to go with my grandmother. And at yeah. that time. You know, I tell people all the time they say, oh, you know beauty is beauty is everything beauty is dangerous Being a child Mm -hmm. and being beautiful or having a little shape and being a female that is danger That's not a good thing, you know, especially if you don't have a father or a mother there to protect you, you know And I didn't have those things. So at that time I had to make a really tough decision and I chose to go with my grandmother at the age of like 11 or 12 I chose I had to choose To say okay if I stay in this environment, I'm gonna be raped or killed Mm -hmm. If I stay in this environment, I don't know what's gonna happen to me. Yeah, You know, and so I believe that that was the first ripple in me and my mother's relationship. Now, as I got older, there's a lot of different, you know, things that transpired. As I became an adult and became a mother myself, we mended our relationship and we did become very close. Now, unfortunately, my mother passed um, last year. She became very sick. But when I tell you. Some of the relationships Even with your Even if you don't have A relationship with your mother And you think Maybe think that you Will never get a relationship God has a way of bringing That thing around Full circle every time yeah and you will gain that relationship and that friendship and i can say that we honestly we forgave each other we laugh you know she taught me you know she always would refer back to the word of god when i would have an issue with marriage or you know mm-hmm. she taught me things as a parent you know she again was trying to she was the best version of herself as a grandmother she's not in my life now does it affect me now um I would say when you lose a, a mother, when your mother passes, it's, it's, it's an indescribable pain there mm. um, that never heals. I don't care what anyone tells you. It never heals. It mm-hmm. becomes bearable where you can live without the yeah. individual, but it's it, it, the pain is there because this mm-hmm. person has been there from the very beginning, yeah, very beginning. And in your mind, in most of our minds, when we think about our parents, Oh, I'm going to be old. They're going to be older by the yeah. time that, you know, that they pass. Of, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm going to be prepared at that time because you're going to be 80 or 90 or hundred years old. Mm-hmm. So when your mother falls ill or gets, killed it's like so unstudden you know yeah. and it's just that hurt is there but the things that i cherish it doesn't affect me as a mother because i remember the good times i remember what she did is still in me in my mm-hmm. morals so that's what helps me to get get through that yeah
0: was being a mom your plan or was it god's plan
1: um <laughs> That's a funny question. (laughs) I would say in the beginning, it was my plan. And in the end, it was God's (laughs) plan. (laughs) It was my plan. (laughs) It was my plan in the beginning because I always... Even as a young child, and I believe that maybe it was the way I grew up because I was raised by my grandparents. So I always learned for that little perfect family with the the husband and Mm -hmm. the wife and the children in the house. So I always purpose even before I knew what I wanted to be in life as far as a career. I said, I want to be a mother. I want to do this. I want to, you know, be loved, have someone love me, have someone to depend on me, have an extension of myself in the world that when I leave this mm-hmm. world, there's a part of me still here. Oh, That's, you know, wow. I wanted that in the beginning. Um, looking back for <laughs> children later, I just marvel at God because I'm like, wow. Nothing prepared me for motherhood. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, nothing nothing prepared me for motherhood um so at the end i believe that all all our lives are purposed and predestined and preordained by god you know because even though i wanted to be a mother if god didn't see fit i wouldn't be a mother today yeah you know i don't have the control of my destiny or of my life god god has that you know so i just thank god he see fit to bless me with my children Yeah. yeah so (laughs)
0: was pregnancy hard for you? Uh, my first.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time,
0: and if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only, price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: First three pregnancies were not hard. Um, uh, I pretty much worked and did everything that I wanted to do. Yeah, um, my last pregnancy was very difficult, um, yeah. just because. As your body ages, it changes. Um, Mm -hmm. So you think that in every pregnancy is different. So Mm -hmm. don't go in it thinking, oh, every pregnancy is going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. It's going to be something different in each one of those pregnancies. And for me, my last child, well, not my very last child, but my child, my baby girl was a preemie. So... Mm -hmm when i tell you the journey that god has your life on you you it would blow your mind you wouldn't you wouldn't even be able to even imagine the things that you could get through or go through in yeah. life to so. Su- actually i'm going to say actually to survive yeah. you couldn't even believe it you know yeah. um, so my last pregnancy was very difficult in, in the beginning it was easy But let me tell you and share with you all Your words hold power Your Mm -hmm. tongue, when the word of God says There's power in in your tongue This is a true statement Yeah I had just had my son, he had to be what Five, six, probably six, seven months And I went back to work And I was like, I'm not having no more children I'm done with that, I'm going to (laughs) focus on my career I'm going to focus on making money I'm just going to stack my money I'm just going to take care of my kids I got my two girls, I got my Mm -hmm. son Boom, I'm done A couple of months, maybe a month and a half Two months later came I had to eat those words I had to go Mm -hmm. back to work, tell everybody I was pregnant But in the meantime of telling everybody I was pregnant, I used to say Oh, I don't want this baby I wish this baby would have been come. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be pregnant I'm telling you, I used to say this so much That it was just like I was saying Good morning to everybody And I Mm -hmm. would just speak that in the atmosphere So one day I was at work and my water broke I oh, do not know what happened. Because wow. my water never had broken, break broke with the, any of my other children. So when it broke, mm-hmm. I'm like, what is all this fluid? And so I had to be rushed to the hospital. When I tell you, my life changed instantly. I don't know how in my mind, y'all probably gonna laugh at me, but in my mind, I was like, Oh, they're just gonna sew this up. I'm gonna go back to work. I'm gonna be able to go home take care of my kids Mm -hmm. and my Mm -hmm. husband because in your it's crazy how life (laughs) plays itself out like even with being sick or being in the hospital as a mother you still have you feel like you still have duties that doesn't stop so I was like Mm -hmm. I could even told the people I was like I can't be in here I have kids I gotta work like in my mind I'm still trying to go full speed like not even recognizing like you're I'm leader. high risk for yeah. the next the next month, almost close to a month, I'm high risk in the hospital. Yeah. Mm. You know, and as I'm in the hospital, you know, God has a way of getting your attention. God has a way of slowing you down and, yes, and, and, <laughs> and changing your perceptive about a lot of different things. Um and even when I, you know, had my child, which I was about almost six months. So I had her very early. And when I Had her I can remember it was almost like a dream. It was so surreal um That when she you know when you have when you birth a child you're waiting on that little cry That cry never came for her Mm -hmm. and I was just sitting there like Where's the cry at? Where's the cry Mm -hmm. and the room Became so silent and in that moment it felt like so surreal, like I was actually In a movie the the nurse from the um the pediatric she came over the head nurse and she was like she's not she's like she's not breathing her faint her heart rate is very faint do you want us to continue to resuscitate her i look over at my husband i'm like what is she saying because at this moment i'm like she's not speaking english i don't know (laughs) what is she saying to me Mm -hmm. so i'm like yeah i want you to continue to resuscitate her and so they rush her down to the nicu and they she cold blue like four or five times and at that moment in my life, I told, I, I remember calling my mother and she told me she was, it, it was, was going to be all right. And I told her mom, you can't tell me that. Only God can tell me that. I said, we're not talking about no house. We're not talking about no car. I said, we're talking about my child, my child's life hanging the balance. And I remember in that moment just being so low. And I told God and I looked up. I said, God, if I get any lower, God, I would be in hell i just remember feeling so alone and just so lost and so hopeless like for your child to just be there and you don't know if the child's gonna live or die and it's just like to feel so so hurt and broken and just wanting to help and can't do anything and i went to look at her and when i looked at her my knees gave out she was so little she had all type of tubes and things hooked up to her and When I went back to my room, it was like, I can't even describe it. It was just like everything that I had been taught as a child, who God was, what power he holds, even the miracles I seen him do in my life. It was like something sprung Mm -hmm. up in, in me. To yeah. fight, to not give up To have faith no matter what it looked like No matter what came my way No, I didn't have people calling me, encouraging me I didn't have people calling and praying With me, I had yeah. to do that for myself I had to know in that moment Who God was and what power yeah. He holds, mm-hmm. you know Because when you go to these different things You're going to have these doctors telling you All these different things and disorders And and your child's not going to Make it, but At the end of the day, I believed to, I ended up and chose to believe what God's word said. And it carried me all the way through. My child had to stay in the hospital five months. But when I tell you, when she came home, she didn't have to come home with no tubes, no No. feeding tubes, no medication, no machines. And when I tell you, God truly has. Did a miracle in her life where they said she'll yeah. never be able to speak She'll never be able to walk she she's gonna have a disorder She's gonna have that and in my mind see this is what you got to remember in your mind You got everything that they were saying to me. I was casting it down. Nope she's not going to have that. Nope, she's not going to be that. I bind that right now. I'm talking about in my mind, as these doctors was telling me these different things, I would rebuke it immediately. I wouldn't even let it fall on my ears. I'm like, nope, because I would always say, God, what does your word say about this? What's your word say about that? You know, and just stand before prayer for her. And when I tell you she's in second grade now, beautiful seven-year-old girl, when I tell you smart, intelligent, you know and god gets all the glory (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh and then you know about two years ago i got pregnant again i didn't even share i'm sharing on the podcast um i was at work again and uh i i got up to go to the bathroom and i had excruciating Excruciating pain to the point I couldn't even stand To my I was like I had My whole team my managers they Were all like trying to care me like what is Wrong like I didn't even know myself Come to find out I get to the hospital I'm bleeding Uh, I'm bleeding And I miscarried Didn't know I was (laughs) pregnant And uh, even within That that was A journey Mm. But God's word says When he says he'll keep you <laughs> it, it, he truly will, you know. Yeah. I didn't know. was a lot of emotions, a lot of things, you know. Going to the hospital, hearing different things and things like that. And I had a um, a tumor and stuff. And it, it, you know, then they were like, "Oh, do you know you're pregnant? You're this many, you know, weeks along." And blah blah blah. but you're miscarriage. So I had to go through that whole stage. Will um, I have kids again? Never, <laughs> never again. But it it. it crazy even was journey <laughs> wow I didn't know that That's yeah 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 That Ooh. I think that was around the same time my mom got real sick so mm-hmm. yeah you can't choose your trials you can't choose what you go through in yeah. life because sometimes you may be going through multiple things at a time yeah. so at the same time when I had the miscarriage you know, I'm concerned about myself, but then my mother, you know, yeah. is there as well. They didn't know if she was going to live or not, so it was just a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. What do you
0: What do you wish you were told about pregnancy beforehand?
1: Uh, I wish that I would have been told about <laughs> the pain. <laughs> the pain. The pain, the pain of a uh, childbirth, um, the many different things that your body goes through throughout your pregnancy, mm-hmm. uh, leading up into your actual childbirth. It is so scary. Um, I didn't know, you know, until I got older that you're really on death's bed. You know, I used to hear it all the time. Yeah not really knowing that you know how difficult it is to actually birth a child in the in this yeah. world it's like yeah. it's really difficult um yeah. it's it's challenging because the pain is like not of this earth um you better pray that hopefully you can get some epidural um <laughs> that can ease the pain because if you can't you i mean it, it 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 can be difficult and not only that like I said scary because things can change it's so many different things changing within that day that you're giving birth. Yeah. You know, people don't understand that they just seem that they just see the end result of this beautiful child and you just laying in the bed recovering, but they don't see how you got through that. They don't see that the baby wasn't gonna come out. They didn't see that the baby was turned. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. see that they had to cut you and pull the baby out and you know, do all these different yeah. things. They didn't see that your blood pressure, your your um your oxygen or your or your blood, you know, blood level count was going low and you lose too much mm-hmm. blood and they almost lost you. Yeah. People don't see this, you know, this part of the the pregnancy. I know they have shows and things like that now, but you know, yeah, they don't they don't see the journey that it took to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And it, it, it could be a difficult one. So I just think that, I mean, I wish that I would have known more about it, about pregnancy. Would mm-hmm. I would have changed my d- journey? Not at all. I still would have did everything the same, but I would have probably been more educated. Like, hey, exercise a little bit more. Be a little yeah. bit more, you know, eat a little bit better, do this. You know, different things that yeah. you can do to help your pregnancy um, that that can prepare you for that day. Um, because your first, your first child and childbirth is, is difficult. It can be difficult. Yeah.
0: What do you wish you were told about motherhood beforehand?
1: Uh, <laughs> everything. <laughs> I <laughs> wish that, <laughs> yeah, I wish that, um, I wish that I would have known about the, all the different changes that occur as your child is being, um, is becoming their into their own, I would say. Yeah. Um, I would say also all the things that you have to do as a mother, all the things that are required of you. The list is long. Sometimes your list don't even include yourself on there. Sometimes yeah. your list run over to the next day, you know. All depending yeah. on how many, and then not only that, balancing. It, it all depending on how many children you have, you have to balance. Yeah. The more children you have, the more stretched than you are. Um, so I mean I think that there needs to be an actual class There probably yeah. is a class out there But it needs to have an <laughs> in-depth class To prepare everyone about You know, being a mother In, yeah. in pregnancy because it, it. I believe that the rates of pregnancy Would go down Because yeah. everyone, you know, as you're a teenager People, a lot of times Especially females, you get in contact You get in, you get Um Infatuated with the thought of having this little baby and things like that You you're not prepared for what comes after the you leave the hospital, you know Because you're attached to this child for life a man can get up and go when he wants to but for a female for a mother You're attached for life, you know You have no choice because you're the mother, you know what I mean? And I don't think that you know, sometimes we're not Prepare for that. You're not taught, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But after the, you know, sometimes you know, as mothers, you know, after your child is born, it's like, you know, a lot, a lot of sometimes you know, mothers they be like, oh, I don't want to do, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you don't, you as a mother, don't have a choice to say, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, because not everyone's watching. <laughs> you know, now yeah. this little, now this little individual, this little bundle of joy, they don't know, they didn't ask to be here. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why, unfortunately, some, some of these kids uh, grow up to be so messed up. Yeah. Because at some point, I could be wrong, but at some point, somebody stopped, somebody stopped believing in you. Somebody gave mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that could be your mother, you know, not feeling that love, not feeling that, you know, affection, not feeling that hope. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you really at this point, you just really just just living to survive. Mm, 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 you know and I believe that if we elaborate we elaborate on everything else if We really elaborate on it. I'm telling you, I believe that the the rate I believe that There would be a difference because I remember growing up That and it's still like that today It's so crazy with society mm-hmm. that women will have a baby to keep a man It's not gonna keep him Mm-mm. It's not you're gonna try to do that to keep a man and that make a man run away even the quicker <laughs> you know but in a, in, a, in a in a young teenage mind a young girl mind that's what she's going to think yeah. oh i'm going to do this because this is going to okay if i do this if i have his baby then he he ain't got no choice he got to be with me now you got this baby here now you and the daddy going back and forth now you get mad and keep him away from his baby like it's a whole cycle too yeah. that has to be broken at some point yeah you know <laughs> At some so, point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to, I mean, you know, we have to break the, that cycle because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, to me, the child is who suffers. Mm-hmm. The yep. child the child is who suffers at the end of the day. It's not the, it's not the parents. It's not the, it's not yeah. the parents. It's not the, you know, it, it, it's not the a daddy who suffers, even though she wants him to suffer. It's not none of Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you have a good gl- good slash close relationship with your kids?
1: I do with all my my children i do um i believe that as a mother you have to have that relationship because i feel like if your child doesn't have you who do they have mm, you yeah. know you know your child has to have that safety there to know that you know you always be there for them no matter what um So with me, yes, we have a close relationship, but it's also a form of respect there. Yeah. You know, I even had to learn um, how to parent, you know, learning that Mm -hmm. multiple children, you can't parent each child the same way. You have to parent each child a different way. You even have to change your form of parent parenting as they get in high school mm-hmm. because these are young adults yeah. now. You can't parent them like they're five. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be one of those parents that have children or mothers that have children and they get up and grow up and they graduate and then they go on the next day after they graduate. And you don't never see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <Nice>. know, <laughs> so I try to purpose to always have a good, open communication, good relationship with my children. Um. you know to know let them know that i'm always here but also let them know what i expect and what i want them to do or need them to do per se yeah
0: what do your kids do that soften your heart
1: uh they will you know help out around the house extra they may um you know, buy my favorite, (laughs) uh, treat or, or, (laughs) you know, cook my favorite dish. Um, you know, they'll tell me, I think every mother loves, you know, how much they appreciate, you know, you or, um, you know, how they're thankful for everything that you've taught. It's just those rare moments. They may not happen often, but those rare moments that they say, you know what? I appreciate you. I thank you for all you do. I see, you know, really, you know For them to say, hey, I see how hard you're working You know, I see that you're trying to provide I I understand, I get it You know, I see that it's hard times right now But I see that, you know, that's not affecting you You know, not affecting you You know, um, a mother has to wear so many hats Um, Yeah (laughs) So many hats and be tough Yeah You know, not let it show It may show but you can't sweat you know what i mean to ensure it to your child you know until they're un- able to understand what it is really life is really it is about you have to be tough you have to be there for them you know but when they are appreciative it makes it a little bit easier a little bit more um you know easier to bear and deal with yeah. on those rough days because you look back and say hey you know what you know even though she's mad at me she's mad at me for the moment, but I know she just told me she loved me. So I know she loves me.
0: Yeah. You know, (laughs) so how do you deal with disobedience physically and emotionally?
1: Um, so the way that uh, I had to learn this God, when I tell you, God will truly teach you everything you need to know (laughs) as a mother. Uh Um, each one of my children are disciplined differently. Um, with disciplining, I had to learn you can't always spank, you You know, know. I may sit down and have a deep, you know, rooted conversation with you. Mm -hmm. I may uh, punish, you know, punishment is key, you know, or you may get a spanking. So each one, each one of my disciplinary acts is different it it depends i would say it depends on the crime but (laughs) 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 it Mm -hmm. depends on what the individual did or is it are you a repeated offenser you know that's how i kind of we kind of i kind of in my mind i visualize it like court you know and i'm like if you paid it i'm like if you do the crime you got to do the crime and you know you gotta if you do the crime you got to do the time Mm -hmm. i'm like you gotta pay me you know, you gotta pay me for what you what you did. Um, but um, you know, that's like if you're a pre repeated offense. Now, if you're just learning going through life, okay, we're gonna talk about it. I'm gonna show you where you yeah. were wrong and things like that, because sometimes when you just sit down and talk to a child, you can get through quicker or better versus just yeah. spanking or yelling or if, cause you could just yell all day long and that child's never gonna hear what you're saying. They're just yeah. gonna continue to do the same thing, the same cycle, same that's thing. Amazing. So with disciplining, um, you know, and 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 not in knowing that, uh, you know, I had to learn that I don't have to discipline you in this moment. Like, Hey, give me a, uh, uh, let me count. Let me take a few minutes and I'm gonna get back with you on this, Mm -hmm. you know, because you don't never want to discipline out of anger. You know, I heard one of our ministers at church say one time that our Bishop, he said, um, he was saying about parenting. He was like, "Don't parent out of anger." He said, "You parent out of love. You parent yes. out of teaching, teaching your child. You never parent out of anger or or try to get that child back. You always parent out of love. Like I'm gonna do this. You, you, this is your punishment, but but this is because I love you and I want yeah. you to do better. You know and that stuck with me, and I was like, you know that that's so true. You know you can't never you know parent out of out of anger, and you can't never let something go unpunished or or don't." punish at all you know it has to have a balance there Mm -hmm. you know yeah so
0: what are you trying to or what do you want to instill in your son
1: uh i want to instill that you know i think as far as our uh, for males for for males i view it as you know to be a strong man to be um Uh, Have integrity, you know, to be devoted, Mm -hmm. to be committed, Uh um, to be, to stand on your own, you know, don't look for handouts, work hard, you know, um, be trustworthy, you know, um, always look out for the next person, you know, be the head of your house. If, you know, the Lord may prolong his coming, you know, and, and know, you know, also, had to have i want him to be full of wisdom and courage at the same time to know the difference to balance it because the world that we live in are not too kind to african-american boys so you have to know where you fit in the world you may not have the same privileges you may can't go to the same places you may can't speak the same thing so knowing the difference knowing that if this world has not taught us anything by now is that the that your life could change in an instant and i don't want to be one of those mothers that's crying because my my child got shot down or killed over something that could have been avoided just because you're trying to impress your homeboys or your girlfriend at the end of the day (laughs) i'll tell my child you know when he gets to live to fight another day yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's the most important thing is like knowing where you fit in this world and you know always be with a job always be earning money never just be sitting around for hand outs you know because i raised you better than that yeah yeah
0: what are you trying to or what do you want to instill in your daughters
1: um i want to instill in them um to be the best versions of themselves to even though i'm i am teaching them and showing them what it looks like to be a mother to be a wife yeah. Um. I want them to be the best version of themselves and that's even my son but yeah. for my daughters not to just get hooked on the first guy they see and to amazing. live their lives to the fullest because yeah. you only have one life mm-hmm. and sometimes if you fall in love I know for a fact if you fall in love at a young age That's all you're going to be focused on. You're going to let your whole life pass you by. And by the time you look up, you're 40 and you haven't did anything. With your life, because you're just stuck on this one guy. I want them to live their lives. I want them to be the best version of themselves. I want them to push themselves beyond measures. I want them to know that the sky of uh, beyond the sky is the limit of what they can achieve, what they can become in life. Um, I want them to be a better mother than I am to them. I want them to take all the teachers that myself and even their father have instilled with them, and 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 put that in their lives you know, I want to be like, man, you know, all these (laughs) prayers, tears, you know, fighting back and forth, like it paid off. Like I think that that's one thing as a mother, like you look back, like, man, I did one thing I did. I did these things right in life. I may have failed at everything else, but my children, when you graduate, uh, you, you make your mark in the world and you're working and you're supporting yourself and you have your own vehicle, your own, your own living arrangement. Like I, it may not be easy. It's not going to be easy because you're trying no. to build something because <laughs> <is> so <laughs> you're trying to build something. You're building that legacy for yourself. So it's going to be hard, but to know that you're on the right track, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Like, man, mm-hmm. that speaks balance. Like, man, I did, you know, I helped you get where you yeah. are, you know? <laughs>
0: What are some so, unspoken promises, principles, characteristics, etc. that you want them to grasp just by watching you?
1: Uh I want them to grasp um everything <laughs> to be um, to be kind. Yeah. To be patient. Um to have morals. To cook. Uh, never settle. Never settle always push yourself always you know give the best version of yourself no matter what no matter if you get the promotion or not no matter Mm -hmm. if you get in the school or not give it your best shot go out there in the world each day i tell my children each day you go out there and they go give it your best even when they have a test they say mom i didn't do too good but did you give it your best shot Mm -hmm. yes i did well that that's that's what i asked you to do But praise God you'll do better the next time But at the end of the day knowing that you went out there And gave it your best yeah. Because if you give your best God (laughs) gonna do the rest So (laughs) I want them to do The very best they can I want them to be um, uh, Honest trustworthy people I want them to You know Don't look down upon people that are Unfortunate always remember Where they came from You know humble the beginnings to make remain humble in all that they do I never want my kids to be big-headed think themselves more than someone else You know, always remember their family Their loved ones, you know be there for them no matter what um and uh You know just to to love without conditions you know <laughs> yeah. So if you see someone out hungry You know, always remember You know, what the word of God says To feed that person, to close that person If they need to be closed or need shoes Or whatever the case may be Always put someone else's knee before their own um, You know And to To have strength Even when you don't feel it You know, to go on even when you don't feel it um, and And most of all To put God first because that's what I, you know, I know that throughout my life, you know, even as they get older, that's what I do. You know, I put God first in everything. You know, I know a lot of times they may understand, like, man, how's Mama? She's just smiling. She's just because I put God in first, uh, the, the first head of my life of everything. Everything that I go through is it easy? Sometimes, no, it's not. But I, you know, I tell them all the time yeah. that with God, all things are possible, and never give up. So...